الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومطاعنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فقد قال الله تعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سابقوا الى مغفره من ربكم وجنه عرضها السماوات والارض عدت للمتقين صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من غدا الى المسجد لا يريد الا ان يتعلم خيرا او يعلمه كان له كاجر حاج تاما حجته او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم respected ulama ikram elders beloved brothers in islam as we have mentioned previously we are passing through that period of the islamic calendar which ulama ikram refer to as ayamul hajj the days of hajj the reward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised we cannot possibly even imagine what a demonstration of Allah's limitless mercy compassion this amal of hajj constitutes the hadith i mentioned it previously it's worth mentioning again wherein Allah's rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam enunciated before us what we call the manasik the various rites of hajj and what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised to the one who will carry these out correctly the famous hadith where rasulullah pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam was sitting in masjid al-khayf in mina and he was approached by two sahaba one ansari and one from the banu thaqif clan they said that we have some questions allah's rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam gave them the option If you want I'll listen to your questions and then respond or if you want Allah Taala has sent Jibril and he has informed me what your questions are I will tell you what you came to ask me about They said ya Rasulullah you tell us Briefly he said that you have come to ask me about the manasik of Hajj So they said by the oath of that being who sent you as his nabi definitely this is what we came to ask you So he said فَإِنَّكَ إِذَا خَرَجْتَ مِنْ بَيْتِكَ تَأُمُّ الْبَيْتَ الْحَرَامِ فَلَا تَضَعُ نَاقَتُكَ خُفًّا وَلَا تَرْفَعُهُ إِلَّا كُتِبَتْ لَكَ بِهَا حَسَنَةٌ وَحُطَّ عَنْكَ بِهَا خَطِيئَةٌ When the haji leaves his home, every step he or his animal takes, one sin is wiped away, one good deed is written down, and one rank in akhirat is raised. وَأَمَّا تَوَافُكَ كَعِتْقِ رَقَبَةٍ مِنْ بَنِي إِسْمَعِيلٍ Thereafter he arrives at the Ka'batullah he makes what we call tawaful qudum the tawaf which the haji makes on his arrival and thereafter wa amma rak'ataka ba'da tawaf he makes two rak'ats 
wajib salah after the tawaf, Allah Ta'ala gives him the reward as if he freed a slave. What does it mean to free a slave? Every limb of the body of that slave becomes fidya and ransom for your limb from Jahannam. His head for your head, his hand for your hand. So his body for your body, in other words, emancipation from Jahannam. And not just any slave, Allah's Rasul said, Ka'itqi raqabatim min bani Ismail alayhi salam. A slave from the progeny of Ismail alayhi salam. In other words, an Arab slave. Thereafter he proceeds for Sa'i between Safa and Marwa, Allah will give him the reward of freeing 70 slaves. Thereafter Allah Ta'ala descends, a descension in keeping with His greatness. Allah looks down at the gathering of Arafah, addresses His angels, look at my slaves, they have come to me from deep and distant ravines of the earth. Their hair is disheveled, their body is full of dust. Allah addresses the gathering of Arafah. If your sins be as many as the grains of sand on the earth, or as many as the foam of the waves of the oceans of the earth, or as many as the number of leaves on the surface of the earth, I have forgiven all your sins. Return now in such a condition, not only are you forgiven, those on whose behalf you will intercede, they also are forgiven. وَأَمَّا رَمْيُكَ الْجِمَارِ فَلَكَ بِكُلِّ حَصَاتٍ رَمَيْتَهَا تَكْفِيرُ كَبِيرَةٍ مِّنَ الْمُوبِقَاتِ Thereafter, what we call the pelting of the jamarat, the seven pelting on the first day, that is the tent of Zulhijjah. Allah's Rasul said, for each stone that you will pelt, Allah will forgive such a sin which was going to lead to your destruction, was going to lead to your jahannam, seven such sins are forgiven. Thereafter the qurbani animal that is slaughtered, Allah Ta'ala has kept that return a special madhkhurun naka inda rabbik, a special dhakhira, treasure which has been kept for you which you will see in the akhirat. وَمَا خِلَاقُكَ شَعْرَكَ فَلَبْكَ بِكُلِّ شَعْرَةٍ حَسَنًا وَيُمْحَا عَنْكَ بِكَ خَطِيئًا Thereafter you will go to shave the head, every strand of hair, Allah will give you one reward, Allah will wipe away one sin. Thereafter the haji proceeds for the tawaf of hajj, that is tawaf is ziyara. What happens there? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa says, You are making tawaf, but now you are already sinless. يأتي ملكن حتى يدع يده بين An angel of Allah will come down, will place his hand between your shoulder blades on the back. And this angel of Allah will address the one who is going to make tawaf is ziyara. اعمل فيما مضى اعمل فيما تستقبل فقد غفر لك ما مضى whatever actions you do now you are doing for the future all your sins of the past are forgiven like that many many ahadith open up before us the extreme clemency mercy compassion kindness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the opportunity that this carrying out of hajj or umrah poses 
for the ummati of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Human, be- human beings by nature are competitive. We, Allah Ta'ala has placed this jazba and zeal within us. We see someone else achieving something, we also want to achieve it. In fact, we want to supersede. We want to go ahead. This is something that is natural, provided it is directed in the correct direction. Quran in various places, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses the spirit of competition. In fact, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala encourages the spirit of competition. فَاسْتَبِقُ الْخَيْرَاتِ وَفِي ذَلِكَ فَلْيَتَنَافَسِ الْمُتَنَافِسُونَ Allah Ta'ala says, in this, in my jannat, in achieving my jannat, compete with one another. فَاسْتَبِقُ الْخَيْرَاتِ In goodness, in khair, outdo one another. The problem, my respected brothers, is when it comes to us, such is the magnetic pull, the jazibiyat of dunya, such is the effort of dunya that we are making, that we can't see the next person outdoing us in dunya. If he is making better salah than us, giving more time in the path of Allah than us, doing more neki, more sadaqah, more charity than us, we don't have a problem with that. Let his business prosper better than my business, then we have a problem. We have turned this competitive spirit upside down. Hassan Basri rahimahullah used to say, إِذَا رَأَيْتَ الرَّجُلُ يُنَافِسْكَ فِي الدُّنْيَا فَنَافِسُ فِي الْآخِرَةِ he used to say, if your neighbor is competing with you all the time in dunya, he doesn't want to let you get ahead. You import a new line, he starts importing the same line. You introduce something new in the market, he wants to do the same thing. In dunya, he keeps competing with you. Hassan Basri Rahimullah says, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Nafisu fil akhirah. You outdo him in akhirat. La khasada illa illa fitnatain. Rasulullah Sallallahu said, jealousy is haram. Except, they ulama give the interpretation, not real jealousy, envy is meant. Envy except, when somebody is going ahead of you in neki, in good deeds. We find the spirit of competition was rife. Rife amongst the sahaba of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But rife in what? In neki, in good deeds, in searching for akhirat. The spirit, the incident of Tabuk, time is too limited. Very, very famous. Umar says, all the time I used to compete with Abu Bakr. Here Allah's Rasul said, spend your wealth in the path of Allah. I saw an opportunity, I had more money than Abu Bakr at that time. I thought this is the one chance I'll outdo him. I'm not going to the incident, we know the incident. The point, the sabak, the lesson. Sahaba used to compete, we also compete, we are competing in dunya, their competition was akhirat. The verse of the Quran which I recited in the beginning, again, Allah uses the word sabiq, which comes from sabaqa, which means outdo, go ahead, beat the next person. Sabiqu, Allah says outdo one another, race with one another. But towards what? Ila maghfiratim min rabbikum wa jannah. Race with one another, outdo one another. Quran is encouraging the this spirit of competition. Ila maghfiratim min rabbikum in acquiring the maghfirat of Allah. Wajanna, outdo one another, beat one another, race with one another. Ila janna towards jannat. Ardu has samawatu wal ard, the breadth of which is equivalent 
to the distance between the heavens and the earth. Uiddat lil muttaqeen. Allah says we have prepared this for the people of taqwa. Today you pick up a newspaper. They block the entire entry. There's marches taking place. There's riots taking place. People are protesting. What are they protesting? If you, if you sift through everything, what is it? The protest is about dunya. Others have got opportunities that we don't have. Foreigners are taking our jobs. Example, if you use the South African context. People are worried about this disparity, this so-called injustice. This distribution of dunya has overtaken our hearts to the point that our lives are revolving around it. People are prepared to give their lives for this. Like that, turn the clock back. A similar protest took place in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Protest, I'm just using this word cautiously for us to understand. A group of people, Qadada radiallahu anhu narrates, a group of people, Qadimanas, min fuqara'il mu'mineen, from the poor people of Medina, they formed a delegation. A delegation was formed from the poor people of Medina. They... Again, I'm using the term crudely. They marched to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What was their protest? What was their argument? What was the issue that was troubling them? Literal translation. Ya Rasulullah, the rich ones amongst us are gone ahead. Now turn the clock front 14 centuries. A delegation of the poor form of protest, they go to the government, they stand in front of parliament house, the rich ones are gone ahead in what? What would the argument be? What would the protest be? Sahaba, completely different. The annals of history fail to, fail to produce an example like this. What is their protest? Ya Rasulullah, they have better homes, they have more wealth, they have better opportunities, they have better luxuries and comforts of the world. No! ذَهَبَ أَهْلُ الدُّثُورِ بِأُجُورِ Ya Rasulullah, the rich ones amongst us are gone ahead in earning akhirat. يَتَصَدَّقُونَ وَلَا نَتَصَدَّقُ Because of their wealth, they are able to make sadaqah and charity. We are not able to, we can't even make ends meet. Ya Rasulullah, they are making hajj upon hajj, umrah upon umrah, freeing slaves upon freeing slaves. يُعْتِقُونَ وَلَا نُعْتِقُ يَتَصَدَّقُونَ وَلَا نَتَصَدَّقُ Ya Rasulullah, because of their wealth, those amal of akhirat which require wealth, they have a greater opportunity than us. They didn't complain about any lack of amenities in this world. Their concern was not the dunya, their concern was the akhirat. And this Quran says, Allah commands you, outdo one another in earning akhirat. They heard the reward of hajj. The women came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Aisha radiallahu says, Ya Rasulullah, they heard the reward of jihad. They heard the reward of jihad, what Allah will give for jihad. So the women came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Men are going for jihad. Ya Rasulullah, we are being deprived. They are getting ahead of us in akhirat. So what did my Nabi say? Jihadu al wal umrah. Your jihad, the jihad of the women of my ummah, is hajj and umrah. Make hajj and umrah and Allah will give you the reward of jihad. One youngster comes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He says, Ya Rasulullah, inni uridul jihad, wala aqdiru alayhi. 
I want to make jihad. Why Sahaba heard the reward of jihad? They heard the reward of jihad. I'm not going into the details. Time is too limited. But he says, Inni uridul jihad, wala aqdiru alayhi. I don't have the ability to make jihad. Whatever it was, whatever his obstacle was. He says, Ya Rasulullah, I'm not able to make jihad. I heard the reward. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, such is the mercy, compassion, kindness of Allah. Such are the opportunities presented to the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah has opened up the maidan, Allah has opened up the field. Al-khayru kathir, the opportunities of khayr, goodness, reward are many. So what does Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say to this youngster? Abaqiya min walidayka ahad. Okay, you want to make jihad, you don't have the ability, you heard the reward, you want to get the same reward. So let me ask you a question. Are any of your parents alive? Do you have any old parents alive in your home? He says, Ummi, Ya Rasulullah, my mother is alive. I have a mother at home. Allahu Akbar. What does my Nabi say? Fa'abilillaha ta'ala. Fi birriha. This expression in Arabic. Obviously there isn't an English equivalent. But understand it like this. Abilillaha ta'ala fi birriha. Min apne aapko takadena. Finish yourself. Finish yourself. In what? In the service of your mother. Tire yourself in the service of your mother. Another riwayat. I'm digressing. Once Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa says to the sahaba, mafum of the hadith, one penny, one dirham, one dinar, you will spend in the path of Allah. Allah will multiply it 700,000 times. 700,000 times is the reward of what you will spend in the path of Allah. And then my Nabi says to Sahaba, should I not show you something? Should I not show you a spending? Ibn al-Jawzi rahimullah mentioned this, this riwayat in his kitab al-Birri wa Should I not show you a spending which will earn you more reward than what you will spend in the path of Allah? More than 700,000 times. Sahaba said, what is it Ya Rasulullah? They said, if, then my Nabi said, mafum of the hadith, he said, if Allah allows your parents to flower into old age in your home. You've got elderly parents. This is not now an opportunity to send them to an old age home. This is not now an opportunity to feel it is a burden for you to spend upon them. No! What does my Nabi say? Parents reached old age in your home. Allah, Allahu Akbar. He said the money that you will spend on them will get you more reward than what you spend in the path of Allah. More than 700,000, Allah will re- multiply the reward of what you will spend upon your elderly parents. He says to this youngster, are your parents alive? He says, my mother. He says, finish yourself in the service of your mother. فَإِذَا فَعَلْتَ ذَلِكَ فَإِذَا فَعَلْتَ ذَلِكَ If you do this, if you do this, فَأَنْتَ حَاجٌ وَمُعْتَمِرٌ وَمُجَاهِدٌ Tomorrow on the day of Qiyamah, Allah will raise you as a man who made many, many Umrah, many, many Hajj, and Allah will raise you as a Mujahid fi sabilillah if you will tire yourself in the service of your mother. That kind of opportunity. So this delegation comes. ذَهَبَ أَهْلُ الدُّثُورِ بِأُجُورِ Ya Rasulullah, the rich Sahaba going ahead. They have better opportunities in earning akhirat. In earning akhirat, not in dunya. Sahaba didn't have a problem with dunya. Their problem was akhirat. So show us. 
What must we do? They are going ahead of us. They were worried. They were worried. They are going ahead of us. What must we do? Allahu Akbar. This is that personality. Look at his intelligence. Allahu Akbar. Wahab bin Munabbih, rahimahullah says, In Allah Ta'ala, لم يعطي جميع الدنيا من بعد من بد لم يعطي جميع الناس من بد الدنيا إلى انقضائها من الأقل في جنب أقله إلا كحبة رمل بين رمال الدنيا. He said, if the combined عقول and intelligence of every human being from Adam alayhisalam to the last person to come before Qiyamah had to be pulled together and equated to one grain of sand, the aql and intelligence of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam would be all the grains of sand on the surface of the earth. That kind of aql, that kind of intelligence. Oh, all these verses I recited, Allah mentions in the Quran one special ihsan upon Muhammad sallallahu What ihsan? The ihsan of the uloom. We opened up the door of intelligence and knowledge upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Just one verse. فَأَوْحَى إِلَىٰ عَبْدِهِ مَا أَوْحَى Allah says, we gave him so much knowledge. How much? Quran uses the word ma. In other words, imagine as much as you want. We gave him even more than that. You can't even imagine, quantify the knowledge that we gave Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Aqal, intelligence. Aqalun nas. No one more intelligent than him in the entire humanity. Why am I mentioning this? They came with a complex problem. He could have done like what we do today. What is our, what is our idea of intelligence? Anybody comes with any issue? Hit them with bombastic language. Confuse them. And the more the person confuses you, the more bigger terms he uses, the more verbose language he uses. Wow, what a speaker. Look at him, he's intelligent, he's an academic. That is not academia, that is foolishness. To, con- to confuse your audience, to, to, give, to present them with examples that are way beyond their comprehension is stupidity. That's not intelligence. One friend of mine, I'm digressing, he passed away and I always says, he says, when one day when I was in school, my teacher told me present a competition, composition. So I found a thesaurus and I looked for all the bombastic terms, similar terms in English and I presented my composition. When my teacher saw this, he said, in promulgating your esoteric cogitation, or shall I, shall I say, psychological observation, I find that you excel in the usage of empty tintinabulations, and this behoves me to bash you on your proboscis. He says, from that day I made tawbah. I gave it up. Allah's Rasulullah could have confused them. These were farmers, agriculturists. They lived their whole lives on a field. They never went to school or university. Rich people are getting ahead of us. Look at the disparity. Look at the injustice, Ya Rasulullah. What can we earn? What can we do now? We are poor. They are rich. They are earning akhirat. He could have given them such a complex answer. But what does my Nabi do? Allahu Akbar. That knowledge, that intelligence, humanity cannot imagine it. Yet he brings himself right down to their level. Look at this example. He says, Ara'ayt. لو أن مال الدنيا وضي بعضه على بعض أكان بالغا السماء. He said, "Oh my Sahaba, tell me." He's talking to the poor farmers. He says, "If all the wealth of the world has to be piled up one above the other, one above the other, one above the other, would this pile reach the heavens? 
All the wealth of the world combined won't reach right up till the heavens. So he said, Afala adullukum. Should I not show you something? Asluhu fil ard wa far'uhu fil sama. The branch of it is on this earth. The, the roots of it are on the earth. The branch of it has reached the heavens. In other words, what I'm going to show you is more valuable than all the combined wealth of the world piled up one, amongst the other, one above the other. He said, Ya Rasulullah, what is this? Root on the earth, branches right up till the heavens. He's using an agricultural example to farmers, simple people. Look at the example he uses. Should I not show you something? You plant it here, the branch will reach right up till the heavens. All the wealth of the world can't reach it. So they said, Ya Rasulullah, tell us, what is this? He said, Antaqulu. Dubura, kulli salatim mafruda, subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wala ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar, ashra marat, fa'inna aslahunna fil ard wa farahunna fil sama. He said, after every farsala, after every farsala, say ten times, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, allahu akbar, ten times. The root of this is in the earth, the branches in the heaven. In other words, you will get more reward than spending the combined wealth of the entire world in the path of Allah. If you will do this after every salah. Another riwayat, he said, 33 times subhanallah, 33 times alhamdulillah, 34 times Allahu Akbar. How many times a day? Six times a day. After every far salah, five times and before you sleep, the sixth time, what we call tasbih fatimi. What will Allah give you? Allahu Akbar, what did my Nabi say? Tudrikuna bihi man sabakakum. Wattastaqbiluna bihi. He said, those that have gone ahead of you, those that have gone ahead of you, with whatever sadaqah and spending and charity they are doing, you will catch them up with this amal. Wattastaqbiluna bihi. And then you will go ahead of those that are with you. وَلَا يَكُونُ أَحَدًا أَفْضَلَ مِنْكُمْ إِلَّا الَّذِي سَنَعَ مِثْلَ مَا سَنَعْتُمْ And on tomorrow in Allah's court, tomorrow in Allah's court, no one will be raised with more reward than the one who did the same amal. Only the one who did this amal will reach you in reward. 33 times subhanallah, 33 times alhamdulillah, 34 times Allahu Akbar. Today you tell the person after farsalah, just sit for... One minute, he's got no time. Imam makes too long dua, we are upset. It's almost as if there's a siren going off. Run for the entrance of the masjid. We've got no time for nawafil, no time for sunnah, no time for zikr, no time for tilawat of Quran. Yet this is a zakhira that you are being given. This is an opportunity Allah is giving you. Mayna Allahu Akbar, he said, no one tomorrow on the day of judgment will be raised with this kind of reward. And yet, Tasbih Fatimi has gone out of the ummah, coming back. He said, Man salla subha fi jamaatin. A man reads his fajr salah in jamaat, already 90% of the ummah cancelled. Tell the man, Hajj package. Maybe he's a millionaire, maybe he's got enough money. Hajj package, then five-star hajj package, A camp, B camp, this camp, that camp. For years we'll save up. For years we'll be prepared to spend. Put up, put the money one side. For a five-day or a six, five-week or six-week hajj package. Every day, every day at the time of Fajr, 
That azan that is being called out by the qasam of my Allah is a call to hajj. It's a call to hajj without any package. You don't have to dig into your financial reserves. You don't have to get accreditation also. Make your fajr salah with jamaat now in Juma. The safs are running right till the back of the masjid. Tomorrow come and cry tears of blood in the same masjid. Three or four safs you'll find. Where is the rest of the ummah? Where is the rest of the ummah till one, two o'clock in the morning? What were we doing? We couldn't wake up to come to the masjid for fajr. My Nabi said, make your fajr salah with jamaat. Thumma jalasa fi musallahu. And then after the imam makes salam, don't start running. Don't feel that the get out of jail car has come. Some alarm from fire went off. No, sit in the masjid. Sit in the masjid. Give your time to the masjid. He says, a man who makes his fajr salah with jamaat and then remains in the masjid. Till the sun rises, till the time of Ishraq, what is two spear lengths? Fifteen minutes plus minus after sunrise. Thumma salah rakatain. Then he makes two rakat salah. Two rakat salah. Kana lahu mithlu ajri hajjatin wa umratin tamma. My Nabi said, for that one fajr salah that you sat in the masjid till the time of Ishraq and made two rakats of salah. You engaged in amal in the masjid, zikrullah, whatever it is, whether it was tablighi, mashwara, whatever amal of deen, you, you engaged in the masjid till the time of ishraq and read two rakat salah, Allah will reward you as if you made one hajj and one umrah. Not once in a lifetime, not once in a year, not with accreditation, every day. And... So that you don't doubt about it. So that you don't doubt about it. My Nabi three times reiterated. He said, Tamma, Tamma, Tamma. Complete Hajj and Umrah. Complete Hajj and Umrah. Complete Hajj and Umrah every day. Even further, Man tataghara fi baytihi, thumma kharaja ila al-masjid, li adai salatim maktuba, kana lagu. كان له مثل أجر حاج المحرم. My Nabi said, a man who makes his wudu at home, thereafter he comes to the masjid to make his first salah with jamaat. How many times a day? Five times a day. Five times a day. Make your wudu at home. Come to the masjid to make your first salah with jamaat. In the eyes of Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu Look at the analogy Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi gives. He says, فَأَجْرُهُ مِثْلُ أَجْرِ حَاجِ الْمُحْرِمِ Allah will reward him as if he tied the ihram in his house and proceeded for hajj. The wudu you made at home to come and make your first salah with jamaat in the masjid. It is as if you tied the ihram of hajj. Such opportunities we are being given. Such opportunities we are being given. Yunus bin Maysara, Ozai rahimullah narrates this. He says, Yunus bin Maysara entered the Qabristan. When he entered the Qabristan, he addressed the Mayyitin. Assalamu alaikum ya ahla al-quburi min al-muslimin. Antum lana salaf wa nahnu lakum taba' Farahiman Allahu wa iyaakum wa ghafara lana wa iyaakum fakaanna Enter the Qabristan. Peace be upon your residence of these graves. You are gone ahead, we are just behind you. May Allah have mercy on you and us. May Allah forgive you and us. And then, then Yunus bin Maysara says, 
I feel as if I have already reached you, as if I am already in the qabr. From the grave, Allah returned the souls of certain individuals. They spoke up. They said, Wa alaykum as salam, tuba lakum. Ya ahlad dunya, hina tahujuna fi shahri arba mirar. They said, peace be upon you also. But people of dunya, O Yunus, there is one integral difference. There is one integral difference between you and I. You feel you have reached us, you haven't yet reached us. Why? You still have an opportunity. What opportunity do you have? You are able to perform hajj four times every month. You are able to perform hajj four times every month. Hajj is once a year. What, is, what, are, what do they mean? So he says, Ila ain. What hajj are you talking about? Four times every month. Ama ta'lamuna. Don't you know? Anna hudura jumu'atin ta'dilu hajjatan maqbulatan mabrura. Every week on a Friday, don't you know? From the grave the message is coming. Don't you know that every week on a Friday, coming early, coming with sunnah, coming with sunnah, coming having fulfilled the etiquettes, come early, make ghusl, apply itar, walk to the masjid if possible, make tabkir, come early for Jummah, sit and fulfill the rites of Jummah. What will Allah give you? Hajjatan mabruratan maqbula. Not just accepted hajj, mabrur accepted hajj reward Allah will give you four times every month. Four times every month we are getting this opportunity. Yet, how many of us, last minute, last minute, if you could possibly make it to get the imam to delay it also, we'll get him to it. Then we want it over as quickly as possible. Yet, we are throwing away opportunities, throwing away opportunities. The hadith I mentioned in the beginning. Man ghada ila al-masjid la yuridu illa Allahu Akbar. My Nabi said a man went to the masjid. For what? Today's terms for ta'aleem. The halaqa of ta'aleem. To learn. To acquire the knowledge of deen. What our elders are saying, give two and a half hours every day. Give two and a half, give some time daily to the masjid to learn. Yata'allama khayran to learn. Oh yu'allimahu or to teach deen. To impart the knowledge of deen. To impart the knowledge of deen. Learn something or teach something. My Nabi said, a man left his home to go to the masjid. No other intention except to learn or teach deen. What will Allah give him? How many times do we have this opportunity? Every day. What does my Nabi say? Kana lahu ka'ajri haj. Allah will give him the reward of a haji. Allah will give him the reward of a haji. And then my Nabi does not stop there. He says, Taman hajjatuhu. Complete combined hajj. The greatest reward any haji can get. In other words, everything was fulfilled correctly. Like that, Allah will give you the reward every time you come to the masjid to learn or teach deen. Al-khayru kathir. The opportunities are many. Time has already run short. My respected brothers, let us understand. Reward of hajj, we can't imagine. Every year, everyone making hajj, tamanna should be there. Desire, because when the tamanna is sincere, when the tamanna is sincere, my Nabi said, man tamanna shahada, 
A man has tamanna to become shaheed. بَلَّغَهُ اللَّهُ صِدْقًا If he is sincere, بَلَّغَهُ اللَّهُ مَنَازِلَ الشُّهَدَى Tomorrow Allah will raise him with the shuhada. Such is our shariat, such is our deen. When the tamanna is sincere, sahaba couldn't take part in tabuk, but they were sincere. Quran says, تَوَلَّوْا وَعَيُنُهُمْ تَفِيضُ مِنَ الدَّمِّ حَزَنَى they, they turned back, they couldn't go out in the path of Allah, but tears were pouring down their cheeks. They had sincere tamanna. What, does my, what did my Nabi say? مَا سِرْتُمْ مَسِيرًا وَلَا قَطَعْتُمْ وَادِيًا إِنَّ بِالْمَدِينَةِ لَرِجَالِ O my companions of Tabuk, there are some of your brothers who are in Medina. They were sincere, they wanted to join you, they couldn't join you, but you have not passed by any valley. You haven't passed by any gully. You haven't taken any step. But whatever reward Allah is giving you, Allah is giving them also. Even though they are sitting in Medina. Why? Sidq. Sidqun niya. Sincere intention. The tamanna should be there. Accreditation or no accreditation. Afford it or can't afford it. Ya Allah, take me. Take me again and again. Have that sincere intention. On that, inshallah, Allah will give you the reward. But... What is the proof of the sincerity of the intention? These amal, these opportunities of Hajj that Allah is giving you in Durban, these opportunities of Hajj every day that Allah is giving you sitting in your home, and greater than that. Today, mashallah, we got the money we want to spend it Hajj Umrah, but there are financial obligations, obligatory obligations that we haven't fulfilled. We eat up somebody's money. We owe somebody something. Our financial affairs are not in order. Ulama say, Tarku danik, mimma yakrahuhu Allah, habba ilayya min khamsi mi'ati hajja. Allahu Akbar. They say, to give up one penny of haram, to give up one penny of haram is more virtuous than 500 nafil hajj. Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah used to say, to return one dirham, to return one dirham of somebody's that you ate up, is better than spending 600,000 dirham in charity. Why? Because this is obligatory. Many of us have made hajj, farz hajj. Yet the desire has to be there, but sort your financial affairs out. Should not be, hey look at him, he went for umrah, he owes me money, he did me down, he did this, he did that. No, that is against the mizaj of shariat. It's against the mizaj of shariat. Let us get our financial affairs sorted out beforehand. Then the road is open. And meanwhile, al-khayru kathir. The opportunities of khayr, of goodness are many. What is the sad reality? Allah forgive us. My Nabi prophesied. What he said was the truth. He said, qalilun fa'iluhu. Many, very few of my ummah will take advantage. So spend the time. After Juma Salah, sit that few minutes. Make your tasbih a Fatimi. Tomorrow Fajr Salah, be in the masjid with Jamaat. Five times daily Salah. It is as if you are tying the ihram. Come to the masjid. We've got elderly parents at home. Earn your Jannah. They are your Jannah on this dunya. Allah give us tawfiq wa akhidah.